0: Hi I'm Liz Graveline. As a doctor of physical therapy, I spent my early 20s refining my intervention skills on treating joint pain, stiffness, and weakness. Now in my early 30s as a working mom of two toddlers, it wasn't long ago that I had to rebuild my level of fitness from the ground up. My mission has evolved to not only affect positive change amongst the frequent flyers of Stanford, Connecticut, but amongst the masses. I'll teach you how exercise can be safe and simple while blocking out the noise. On this show, morning routines, posture, joint health, and life longevity are all topics we'll break down for you into digestible bits of information to quickly implement in your day-to-day life. Regardless of whether you are the experienced or novice exerciser, this is a place you can receive actionable steps and strategies to reach you closer and closer to your fitness goals without judgment or the external pressures. Bringing back the fun and excitement into an active lifestyle so it's tied into how you feel versus what you look like is what we'll discuss here. So settle in and get ready to be cheered on while you learn. This is the Exercise Proper Podcast. I first want to give a shout out to those of you who have been tuning in every week. Thank you so much. And if you haven't already, please hit the link in the show notes to subscribe for additional free and health and fitness information, such as at home workouts, injury prevention strategies for the recreational athletes out there, and also research based treatment interventions for pain. I'd really appreciate it. It helps small businesses like mine to subscribe to our email list. Thank you so much. Now back to the show. Lately, I've been listening to the book Think Like a Monk on audio by Jay Shetty. He grew up in India as a rebellious kid in high school. Then cleaned up his acts and graduated from the Cass Business School in London with a behavioral science degree. After college, he became a monk where he spent one half of his day on personal growth, which comprised of up to eight hours of meditation, cold showers, and occasional fasting. The second half of his day was spent offering his service to the community. After three years, he left the monastery and moved in with his parents with no money and no career. He now works as a social media coach for executives of the largest branches in the world, including Facebook, Microsoft, and Coca-Cola. In Jay Shetty's new book, Think Like a Monk, he describes how fear is the underlying source of our stress and anxiety. We experience fear when we anticipate danger. We experience fear when we anticipate something bad is about to happen. Jay Shetty says, our response to fear comes in three different forms. We can run, we can face our fears, or freeze. Depending on the level of danger I'm faced with, history shows I either face my fears or freeze. In the management of simple day-to-day conflicts, 99% of the time I choose to face my fears, no matter how uncomfortable, how physically painful it is. I've made the choice a long time ago to do the right thing regardless of what I was feeling, to confront a co-worker with a problem, to apologize to a friend, to go for the dream interview, to ask for the race, And now when it comes to raising my kids, the way I approach fear is no different. Stop. Be careful. Get down from there. That's dangerous. These are all thoughts I consciously stop myself from shouting when my kids are in situations that make me uncomfortable, not them certainly these situations specifically are not life-threatening. I take the kids to the playground every week and my son will often find a rope net, a rock wall, or a slide to climb and when he's attempting to climb the rock wall as he's ascending higher and higher I start to feel afraid. But I stop myself from saying be careful because I recognize he's not afraid. He's freaking killing it. And everyone has different parenting styles. I'm not trying to encourage you to parent the way I parent at all. I'm only sharing with you what I learned from this experience. If I'm telling my kids to slow down, be careful, there's a time and a place for that. Absolutely. Like when they're riding on a bike on the street, when they're about to run into moving traffic, when their life is threatened. So I pick and choose very carefully when I'm using this language. So here he is climbing the rock climbing wall at the playground. And I realize in this moment, yeah, I'm scared he'll fall. He'll break his arm. But I'm more afraid of him developing patterns of self-doubt when facing a challenge. So I made the conscious choice to shut the hell up, let my kid climb the damn rock climbing wall. And the more I consciously decide to take a step back and let him do his thing, the less afraid I feel because he's taught me I can trust his confidence. Do any of you follow big little feelings? I read ones that excessively doubting yourself as an adult stems from a childhood where you were excessively criticized and i consider phrases such as i won't let you do that be careful as criticism because you know what my little griffin thinks when he hears those words stop you'll fail i also read that as a child if you were excessively criticized you learn to anticipate the criticism and overanalyze every action you take in order to please your caregivers now i'm not sure that's true But if we entertain this idea for a minute, maybe there's some truth to this statement. It makes sense that as an adult, you may have adopted this behavior of excessively overthinking your abilities and actions when there's a chance you may fail at something. And Jay Shetty says in his book that excessive overthinking is harmful to ourselves because it messes with our body's instinctual ability to act quickly because our minds question whether or not we'll succeed. So when my little Griffin instinctually starts climbing the rock wall with confidence and coolness, damn right, I plan to use all my willpower to hold back what I want to say because my fear is my problem, not his. Ultimately, what are you afraid of? Your kid falling off the playground or your kid growing up to become adults with low self-esteem? When you can identify something else you're more afraid of, these thoughts of, stop, be careful, will slowly start to fade away. My children have taught me a lot about me. One thing they've taught me is that I live in fear every day, but I don't want my kids to have to live in fear every day. Are you afraid of anything? Are you afraid of starting a new relationship or ending your relationship? Are you afraid of starting a new workout routine? Are you afraid of taking a chance on a new business plan that may fail? If your answer is yes, let's say you're afraid of starting a new business. Do you know why? Are you afraid of it failing? Are you afraid of losing money or what your family and friends will think? Or are you afraid of the business actually succeeding and how your success will impact your family? Identify the root of your fear. Keep asking yourself questions to get to the root cause. If you let it, fear can teach you a lot about yourself. Why do you think we all get the Sunday scaries? We're scared to go to work. That sounds a little ridiculous. But after reading Think Like a Monk, I'm realizing that's what our body is telling us. Our body is telling us we're afraid. When you feel stressed or anxious on a Sunday night, our body is telling us something bad is about to happen. And without some self-reflection, these feelings can spiral when we don't know the reasons behind why feelings of stress and anxiety present themselves on Sunday night. If you're feeling this way about your upcoming workday, what is it about work that makes you feel stressed and anxious? Dig further. Ask yourself more questions. Is it that you don't like feeling like you have to be somewhere? Well, okay, fine. Problem solved. Call out of work. Now your entire day opened up. But if I know you, like I think... I do most likely you wouldn't call out of work unless you had a good reason because calling out of work for no reason would make you feel afraid of letting people down that depend on you at work and bring on even more stress than the Sunday scaries okay so now back to the drawing board what is it about work are you afraid of not meeting your customers expectations are you afraid of the pressure you feel to meet your responsibilities Are you afraid of the discouragement you'll feel after consistently putting in the work without your boss showing you any appreciation? So once you identify the reasons behind why you are afraid, remind yourself that you always have a choice. If you feel afraid of feeling disappointed when your boss does not demonstrate their appreciation for you, sit your boss down with a prepared list of actions you've taken to go above and beyond your job description. If you are consistently exceeding your boss's expectations, ask him or her for five minutes of their time to list the actions you've taken outside your job description. Then tell your boss whether or not you are satisfied at your job and why. And if your why is because you don't feel appreciated, tell them that. My point is we all have feelings we can't control, but we do have control over whether or not we question why we are feeling this way. And we can control whether or not we change the situation so that we feel something different i could go on and on because i'm so into this topic after reading think like a monk it blows my mind that for me fear is at the core of the majority of my actions fear is what motivates me fear is not always a bad thing It wasn't until recently that I realized without fear, the only way I would find joy in getting out of bed in the morning is if I wasn't working that day. But then I changed my work schedule so that every Friday, I have the day to myself. The kids are in daycare, Ken is at the office, and I write my podcast episodes, record live workout videos, and create digital courses. And now it's week nine of my new schedule, and Fridays are one of my favorite days of the week. I think fear is central to how we respond, how we act. Think about it. When your alarm goes off, what emotion ultimately motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? Fear that you won't get to work on time. And why do you pay your bills? Out of fear that you will be charged interest. Why do you go to the gas station when the low fuel light comes on? Because you're afraid to suffer the painful inconvenience of breaking down in the middle of nowhere without a gas station nearby. Am I right? And that's just to name a few. Spoken by one of my best friends from college, fear is not always bad. She says, fear motivates us to develop solutions, learn, and grow. Fear is only a warning. It's only a feeling. And fear is a critical warning for survival. Fear helped me get through grad school because I received financial aid from my parents and grandparents, and I was afraid of letting them down, so I was motivated to spend any waking moment I had on studying. When I was pregnant, I was afraid labor and delivery would tear me up. I'm talking about my whole um, situation. So I strength trained three times per week for 40 weeks. I was afraid of starting this business and a podcast and putting myself out there to be criticized, but I was even more afraid of limiting myself to helping the several hundred people I treat per year. Sounds like a lot of people when I say it out loud, but it's not really. My point is fear is actually an incredibly incredible gift just like everything else it depends on how you look at it thank you so much for listening in to another episode of the exercise proper podcast if you receive some insight and tangible strategies you can use please follow the exercise proper podcast post a screenshot of the podcast on instagram or facebook tagging your girl at liz underscore gravline and if you are looking for other tips and tricks in your health and wellness journey you can subscribe to my email list in the show notes or if you want to just ask me a question you can send me an email at LizGraveline.gmail.com. I'd shriek at the side of your name in my inbox that would be amazing See you next time guys.